At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the From the Shadows podcast. I'm your host, Shane Grove. And with me, as always, is the super producer, Jason. Greetings, everyone. Jason, you know, um, it's days like today when we, you know, we're scrambling to fight technology with our uh, one hand tied behind our back that you truly are the super producer. Well, thank you. Now, do I? When are you going to give me that twenty dollars that I just? I'll, I'll pay you. I'll pay you tomorrow at work. <laughs> oh, well. But I'm okay. not buying we, you the ice cream. They've closed the you shop. Don't buy now, me so. any ice cream. Okay. Okay. Well, we um we have a super super cool guest today, and you know, kind of in the spirit of the of the Halloween scary you know, paranormal mystery season we're going through here. Mm -hmm. I, I, this, this young lady, um, is a fan. Like she follows us on Instagram and I'm like, man, who's this crazy fan we got? And she's going to deny all of this, but, uh, <laughs> but we, we started talking about some stuff that, um, that she does and some experiences that uh, she has, she and members of her family have had, and I'm like, this is somebody we need to have on the on the program. So I'm going to introduce her the best I can, and I'm going to kind of let her explain, you know, introduce herself by explaining some of the things that she does, and then we're just going to kind of get into um, some of the cool stories. Okay, that sounds so, like a plan. So joining us is. 
She goes by Devin Destiny, which is her real name. And her Instagram name, this is the cool, this is this is what got my attention, is Butterfly Moon Mystic. And if you go check her out on Instagram, she's got all this cool positivity, uh, you know. I, I'll let her explain it. I mean, it's I read some of her stuff every day, and it's like, it kind of makes me feel like I'm on a right, I'm getting on a better path just because of her. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, thank you. And I'm happy to inspire and I'm very excited to be here on this beautiful blood moon, full moon night. Um, I hope y'all are prepared for the energy this brings. This is crazy. Um, It's been a wonderful, wonderful day. I woke up with some ghosts at the edge of my bed this morning trying to talk to me before my client got here. So that was a whole thing that waking up this morning. And I guess to sum up what I do. You can call me a witch. (laughs) You can call me a psychic medium and intuitive. I do tarot cards and oracle cards. um, But my practice mainly focuses on um, shadow work and light work. Um, And I think one thing that caught your attention big time was uh, when I was talking in my Instagram stories about um, not getting to go do uh, my Oracle poll of the day for Instagram live because I was out literally fighting a demon. So yeah, that, that sort of thing gets my attention, (laughs) you know, you know, so, so yes. So tell us about fighting a demon, fighting a demon. Like that's not something I've ever said. I was, I, I had to miss an appointment because I was fighting a demon, you know, you know, um, to be honest, this was my first time having to miss something because of fighting a demon like this for somebody else. Um, so I had a client and this client had called me in an emergency kind of state. Like, I need you here at my house right away. There's something happening here and it's scaring me. It's it's scaring the kids. I keep seeing this thing around my house. and. At first, when I got there, I I picked up on, there was a ghost, there was a presence there, but the thing that was actually making my hair stand up, I couldn't see right away. Like it was as if it was trying to make itself unknown to me. And I, you know, I acknowledged the other presence that was in the house and I was just like, yeah, you've got like a little old lady and a dog here and you know, they're no harm. Like if that's, what's been here, like, don't worry about it. And She's like, well, my kid keeps waking up and talking to something. And I was like, yeah, it's just, it's this little old lady. She's like making, she's just, she likes kids and she's checking in on kids. Right. And they just lived, they lived down the road from a graveyard as well, which I did not know, but I got there and I kept hearing the word graveyard. And I was like, is there a graveyard nearby? And she's like, yeah, there is down the road. And I was like, oh shit. She's like, yeah, we were walking around over there and she was, she's pregnant as well. And in my culture, Pregnant women are not to be around graveyards because our babies are in between worlds. So they're, they're vulnerable and it makes us as pregnant women vulnerable as well to having things attached to us. So I had to give her a little talk into about that. Um, I don't know if you guys know anything about that, like within certain cultures and whatnot, but it is like a huge no, no in our culture. Like you always have your belly wrapped. You don't go near a dead body. You, even times like for those who are super hardcore, like you just don't go to a funeral if you are with child. So now, now do you, do you want to explain then like 
to everybody like what culture in particular you're speaking of so that everybody can kind of get a get an idea yeah so i am in canada british columbia in the okanagan which we call silk territory um so i am an indigenous woman and medicine woman practitioner um i am earning and it will be a journey for a long time uh probably until i'm an elder for me to be acknowledged as a medicine woman because i am a practitioner um, in the eyes of my community right now. So it is something that you do have to earn your spot in and, and get very, um, uh, you just, you have to really work at it and you have to earn it and you have to attend ceremony and learn all the protocols and whatnot. Right. So there is still so much for me as a traditional medicine woman to learn. Um, as a psychic medium though, these are gifts I was just like, you know, born with. Here you go. There that you go, I, right, out, right out of the gumball machine, you know, right? It's like, here you go. You, you got her. Well, three years old was my very first experience seeing someone from the other side. And it was, and it's still very clear as day to me in my mind. I still remember everything. And, um, but yeah, going back to um, protocol and like, being a, an indigenous medicine woman and psychic medium and like witch and a practitioner. Um, I, I've been really taking it upon myself to educate my clients, like on the teachings that I have learned so far. And anytime I have any questions, I talk to my higher ups, which are my, my, um, elders, my advisors. And I do have, um, three coaches that I work with as well. And they've helped me through my whole life. One has been with me since I was eight years old. The other has been with me my whole life because she is my aunt. And then another one is um, a, a friend of mine who is my who is my dear friend now. Um, but we met by chance. Well, it's never by chance. But we met by chance at a photo shoot. And she saw me with my army of guides walking up. And she was like, I'm a psychic and I have to talk to you. I'm being told I have to talk to you. And then ever since then, I, I did her courses and I've developed my abilities. And thanks to her, I I gained the confidence to kind of, you know, come out as a witch and just be like, hey, guys, like, you know, you've known me as an esthetician my whole life, but this is actually what I do. <laughs> so now, now let me add, is there, okay, is there a conflict of being a witch and being a medicine woman? Are they two different? I mean- or is that something, is that something that is, there's so much conflict. Um, so people in my culture wouldn't necessarily dabble in things like tarot or Oracle readings. Um, there it's not of our culture. So therefore that is something that's kind of like a no, no, um, but uh, okay, okay. as a multicultural woman, I am very inclusive and I believe like if we've been here so many lifetimes on this earth, who knows what we have actually ex experienced in so many different lifetimes. Right. So I feel like everybody has the right to dabble in whatever they feel called to do. But when we are, say, if I was to do like shaman work or like be a traditional medicine woman, I would have to do strict protocol and teachings in that culture to be doing that work. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. So that's kind of where, um, some witches get this, 
they get this like kind of umbrella umbrella thing put over them where people will make assumptions or say they can or cannot do certain things. But, and then, you know, there's people like me, like, well, I'm a fucking witch. I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> just because I feel called by a higher power to do something. There's been many times while in the middle of like a ceremony where I am following protocol and then something tells me I need to try something this way. And then I do it that way. And I get this amazing result. And then I'm like, why doesn't anybody do this? <laughs> like, why don't we just listen to our higher selves and our intuition and what spirit tells us? Because if you look back at it, like traditionally, um, when we are downloading these informations and when we're this information and we're channeling, that's where all of the original witches and, and prophets and medicine, women, medicine, men, shaman practitioners, that's where they got their power was from listening to the higher self. It wasn't really from doing everything that their teachers told them to do. Sometimes you got to tap into your own ability. And so, so in other words, at some point in time, whoever was setting the protocol or the tradition couldn't do what you did can do and, pro and probably said, Oh, well, no, no, we can't, I can't do that. And I'm, and I'm on this path. So therefore that must not be the right path. And they're, you know, a typical in anything, you know, somebody wants to set like, okay, we're going to do it this way because that's how I know it. And that's how I feel like I can teach it and be comfortable. And, and like yeah. you're saying, you're able to do it all. So why not do it all within, you know, what you're, you know, what you're trying to, trying to do. I mean, if it, one thing helps the other, why not use it? You know, why not use oh. your ability? Can I use like a really ridiculous comparison? And it just popped in my mind and I kind of had a little chuckle about it as you were talking, but it's like the battle between, I don't know if y'all have ever seen Moana, but it's like the battle between Moana and her dad. Her dad is a chief. He does things, everything. He does everything specifically. We do things this way. That's how it's done. That's how it's always been done. And then yep. there's Moana. She's being called to do something. Something else is calling to her. And she says, no, we got to try this. I swear we got to try this. It's going to work for us. We got to try this. And then she goes and does it and restores balance in the world. And they're all like, oh, wow. Good thing you listened to your higher self. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. That's that's yeah, that's exactly the, the point is, is somewhere along the line, somebody couldn't do could didn't have the abilities that you have and kind of tried to shut, shut that out as far as the right path for being a medicine woman. You know? I feel like it all comes down to like access of information as well. Like maybe back then because things were followed so strictly is because there was a, a maybe a lack of information that we could have gained more other like more practices to heighten that awareness or to incorporate that into the practice because a lot of what I do ceremonially is what I am being told to do by spirit and it has never done me wrong and Ooh, right. that's that's a bold, that's a bold, that's a bold statement right there. You know, if something, I mean, how can you not do what you're being, you know, how can you not go down the path you're being led? If you, if it's always led you the right way, you know, you'd be Although, doing yourself a dis disservice. 
And the thing is, too, is the only times things can go wrong is when you put in that doubt and you put in that fear into what you were practicing and what and what you were doing. So anytime something has gone wrong with somebody, it's because they either weren't being specific or they didn't really know what question or wish they were like question they were asking or wish they were making. They were not specific enough. So that's another thing with our practices. You have to be very, very, very specific. Oh, I gotcha. Now, now before we go back to the demon, I did you you mentioned something about your first experience being when you were three years old. Oh did, yes. Did you did you realize what was going on, or did it take something else for you to figure out? Oh, that person's that's a spirit. That's not a real person. Or did you know immediately? Uh, at that age, I had no idea. It was so just like, it was so real to me. I knew I wasn't sleeping, even though it maybe felt like I was possibly sleeping. Like this couldn't be like, and, and at such a young age too, like, and this is why like the next morning I told my mother, like I saw la la la. And she was like, no way. Um, so when it had happened is uh, I saw my uncle who had just recently passed after that. And I was very young and um, he passed at a young age, very tragically. Um, and I was downstairs in the basement of my grandparents' house and my cousin and I were sleeping down there watching a movie and the movie was still playing. And that's what I remember is the movie was still playing. And, um, cause you know, it's back in like the VHS days, like when the movie stops, it stops and then it rewinds itself and then it plays over and over again kind of thing. Right. And, um, well, at least that's what that video player did. And, uh, I remember sitting with my little Lion King blanket and I was on this like futon couch and from the top of the stairway, I saw this like bright light, like as if somebody was shining a giant flashlight. And I was like, and I looked up and I saw this light come down the stairs and I went and stood at the bottom of the stairs after, cause I was like, what just happened? And then it was like the light rushed by me and then went into my uncle's room and I remember peeking my head in there and then it was as if he had come from behind me, like patted me on the head and then ran and jumped on his bed as if he was still, as if he was still coming home. And I just remember being so little and just, you know, kind of not aware, just like what is going on? And all children, all children have this ability because they're so pure. They're so innocent and they don't have anything in their mind telling them that it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Um, until those experience start, experiences start happening and then adults come in and they ruin it. And they're like, that's just, that's whatever you're, it's, you're making stuff up. That was just a dream. Oh, that didn't happen. Oh, it's just a nightmare, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like, no, no, like y'all kids see things. Um, and oh, yeah. Yeah. everybody's born with these abilities. It's just certain people turn them off. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, believe I do that. believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think we've, the, the more people we've talked to, I, we really definitely think that that is the case, that everybody does have some sort of ability. It's just as you get older, it either you're discouraged from using it or you ignore it, you know, just just choose to, you know, not not use it, you know, because it may be are actually so scared by their abilities that they are fearful of what they may see. So they turn things off. Yeah. I can believe that too. I can believe that too. And I, that was kind of what I was 
even thinking maybe you read my mind. No, I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying that I'm saying that, that, yeah, that definitely, that it could be a valid point is if you saw something that was super scary, like that moment right there, if you realized, okay, Oh my God, I just saw a ghost. I don't want to do that again. That was scary. Then you, we wouldn't be having this discussion probably. Well, because then you just continually tell yourself, I didn't see that. That was fake. Yeah. That was fake news. My mind's playing games on me. I'm a schizophrenic. I, I see people and I'm whatever. Um, a lot of psychic mediums actually get labeled as schizophrenic, which is super sad. It's so sad. It's, it's yeah. uh, I see it happen a lot. And then, yeah, just recently had somebody tell me, like, like ask me, like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a medium. And, oh, oh yeah. Psychologist, so you're schizophrenic, and I'm like, I, okay, all right. Yes, that's you. that's right. We just had, we we actually talked about that because I said that was the worst pickup line ever. If he was trying to get your phone okay. number, <laughs> I think that that's really demeaning to have uh, to be a, a psychic or a medium and to have somebody who doesn't believe come up and say, "Oh, you're just schizophrenic." Yeah, <laughs> for me, that's just like wow. You really went there. You yeah. learn to nod head, laugh and smile and just be like, okay, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just let them go on. Yeah. Yeah, go on, bad self. You go for it. <laughs> so, so let's, so let's get back to the story about the demon then, because yeah. I, I mean, that's, that, that's the moneymaker right here. Like, what the heck? How, so, when did you discover in talking to this woman then that you had something beyond? the spirit of an older, older woman in the house. It actually took me going downstairs into their basement. Um, because upstairs I felt like, I felt like there was this lady and I like kind of had this conversation with her where I was like, you know, like maybe leave the kids alone and don't like stand over people at night. It's freaky. Like you need to like, you need to go and you know, no harm, just go to the light, you know, and you send them on their way, their merry way. And, um, I went downstairs because I didn't feel like I was done. And I felt like there was this like energy calling me downstairs. And I was like, do you mind if I go downstairs? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, okay. And I walked around and there were certain rooms that I'd walk by where the hairs all over my body would just stand right up. And I was like, yeah. And then I went into one room where my knees actually almost buckled. And I was, it was as if somebody had come up behind me and like kicked my knees out. And I was like, whoa. And I was just, I, I haven't experienced anything quite like that before. So this told me like, uh-oh, right? And because it's crazy because I was at this house for two days. And the first time I was there, I did the sweep over the house. It was like, yeah, da, da, everything's okay. Everything's gone. Like the lady's gone and do, do, do. And then there was something else where... You know, like, you know how they, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but like, you know how some people say like, careful when you're smudging your house, like using sage to clean your house because you can aggravate a spirit. Well, we did just that. We aggravated it. We got it to come out of hiding because, um, it was pissed that night, went and stood over. They had sleep paralysis. Finally, I got this thing to kind of come out and I was like, holy crap. And I was walking, I went back to their house, did some more work and, we had figured out, like, I saw very clearly, because it was not hiding from me this time, I saw very clearly what it was. I saw its long hair. I saw its arched back. I saw its weird shape. I saw it. 
hanging from a door frame the way she saw it. I saw it standing in a corner, crouched down. And I was like, what the actual fuck is this thing? And she didn't tell me what she saw. She just said she saw something. And I described it to her. And she's like, that's exactly what I saw. And I was like, okay, um, yeah, we're going to do some work here. So I had gone out and I had like, I, I bought some stuff to kind of help with this because literally it's like an exorcism almost to get rid of something like this. Sometimes it takes a couple of days. It doesn't just like, poof, it's gone. It's like, you have to work at it. And I literally like, I had to put so much thought and so much prayer into this thing. And this thing was a skinwalker. And when I had finally, um, gotten the information that I needed, to confirm what it was, I was blown the fuck away because can I swear on here? Sorry, I'm swearing. And I'm like, sure, no problem. It's it's too late now. No, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> you're fine. I I was back at my house and I had I told her like I, I kept seeing this like one thing or feeling like there was this one thing and it felt like it was like in their basement and like in their son's room and Basically, she messaged me one day. She's like, I have a book I want you to look at. And I was like, okay, I get there. And it is a book on skinwalkers. And their son, their young son, was reading it every night and had a strange attachment to this book. And was, this kid doesn't get attached to anything and got attached to this book like crazy. And apparently, like, getting rid of this book would have been a fight, right? So <clears throat> in our culture, these are the things that you don't talk about. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like, you know, don't say nothing, won't be nothing. Um, the fact that it was getting read out loud in their home every night and the fact that it was attaching itself to a child just intensified it. And it was not happy with me. It was screaming at me that I was taking its family away. And I was like, I had to use all my authority to get rid of it. I was even like kind of shaken up as I was leaving. Right. But it took so much energy out of me that I had to cancel all my readings for the rest of the week and just like focus on healing myself after. Cause it was like, it was so much work. And this book, like we opened one page and we looked at the, the image of what was in it. And it was exactly what I had seen and what she had seen. Oh my goodness. So, so, okay. I'm, I'm sitting here writing down notes because I want to ask you about this. Thanks. So, so first of all, so did this thing, cause you mentioned like they were at a cemetery. So do you think this thing followed oh. them home from the cemetery or was it because the kid they were reading the book? The kid read the book and brought its spirit to life. And this is okay. a very, very factual thing. Like I remember, um, back when I was a kid and I first started dabbling in my practitionership as a psychic and a medium, um, I would call my coach Donna and I would explain to her, like, I'm seeing these things. I'm seeing these things. And she's like, are you watching scary movies again, girl? And I'm like, uh, and she's like, you're welcoming that shit in your house. And I was like, oh, 
oh, and she's like, quit your stinking thinking and don't bring that stuff into your house. And like, ever since then, I will not bring scary movies into my home. I will not bring scary things into my home because it literally, it's like opening a portal. It's like welcoming that energy in because it's like you're calling in that energy. So when I do watch scary things, I go to someone else's house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a great, that's a great business model. Go to somebody else's house, invite a scary being in and then go and get it out for them That's, oh, totally. <laughs> and give them a discounted well, rate <laughs> give it the, well so okay so for those of us who don't have the same abilities as say you or have the same open mind as a child is that do we not or do we not have the ability to invite stuff in like you would oh, or a child It's called summoning and people unconsciously do it all the time. And then they're like, why are they, why are these things hanging on me? Like oftentimes you'll notice it as like, you have a really stinky butt attitude. Like all of a sudden your energy feels drained and depleted. You hate everything in the world. It's like the eye, like Uh, your eyes black and you literally like, you feel like you are a soul sucking monster. No, wait a and second. I'm going to, I'm going to stop you right there. That's every morning at the time clock at the post office. What, what What's that got to do with <laughs> What's that got to do with it? <laughs> I'm sorry. We're all soul sucking monsters at the post office, but good. So even, even somebody with no, like, like uh, acknowledged ability still has the ability to unconsciously invite stuff in. Oh yeah. Everybody can, everybody can do that. That's why they say, don't bring Ouija boards into your home. Like don't do these things. Don't do those things. Like it literally is. It's like opening portals. So what if you don't, okay. So what if I open a portal, but I don't really see goat. I mean, even though I have seen a couple ghosts, what, what if I don't really see ghosts? Like what are they going to do? They get, disenchanted and be like, yeah, this is no fun. Or they're just like, oh, we're going to hide out here. They don't care. I mean, how, how does that affect people? They're just be like, they don't give a shit. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> yeah. I, I wondered because, you know, some, you know, I, I, uh, my fiance, she's always like, man, every time you guys talk about that, I mean, we talk about this every week. Chase and I do. And, and sometimes in the judges, and it's like, do are we really inviting some of this stuff in? But we don't, you know. So far, we haven't seen. I haven't seen anything. Maybe Jason has, but yeah. um, it's just it's. It, I wondered that, like, because um, you know, we're listening to you talk about that, but we're. I mean, we're not consciously inviting anything in. So I don't know. Just for your comfort, I did light my protection candle and I placed some protection over us. So (laughs) there's, I made sure very clear to do that because I, I stand by what I say and we appreciate that. We appreciate that. We really appreciate that. Yeah. Because, because I don't know, this is a journey, you know, we're over 200 episodes in and it's still a journey for us learning things and, and, um, you know, finding, I mean, and Jason, did you, now you notice when she was talking about the psychic, me, how closely her and, and psychic Sonia, like they're talking about some of the same, the same stuff. Oh, I you know, know. How like, literally parallel conversation here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's amazing to hear, um, to hear, you know, how you guys approach some of the stuff the same way and how the spirit, you know, the bad spirits hiding from you and, you know, and, 
that's that's what fascinates me is to talk to two different people from opposite ends of the country who who have the same abilities and and do some of the same things and how parallel it is mm-hmm. you know absolutely and a lot of us um so this is what i mean by like when our higher self calls us to do something um when you are like a higher spirit when you are of the divine um you don't want to see any ill come to anyone like you want to do things for the highest best purpose so the fact that so many psychics and witches and mediums and spiritual workers have a same viewpoint and stance and practice very similar practices it is it's because our higher selves like they're all always united they want to see the world work in one specific way but there are people who are so in ego within themselves that they are forcing a different reality of what the higher beings want and that's why there's so much um greed in the world right like because they can't mm-hmm. see things for the greater good they're seeing things for themselves yeah yeah i totally i totally agree i mean i totally agree with that i mean because i'm of the mindset that um and it's not this it's not the spiritual thing but i mean you if if you want to accomplish something you kind of put it out there in the world and you think about it and you talk about it and you work towards it because the positive stuff that you, that you want in your life, how's it going to get to you if you're not inviting it to come in? Just like, you know, um, you're inviting evil spirits and you, I'm sure you can invite the positive stuff and the positive vibes to come into your life and help, help lead you in a better direction. Or, a, or a high, you know, to a higher calling, whatever it is. That's called manifestation. Well, I that's way too easy for me to say. I had to, I had to. But that's I, how I, it's though. Yeah, yeah, and I and like I'm I'm a big believer of that of of putting those positive thoughts and vibes out and talking about something you want to accomplish, and. Um, and I think it comes, it, it does, I, it manifests itself and, and opens doors or, I mean, it may not just happen, but it, you may open that path that helps you get to that, uh, thing that you want. And, and like you said, so some people are using that for greed, you know, and, mm-hmm. and numerous but other things. Their karmic lessons that come with all of that greed. If you look at a lot of people who have gotten into a famous place or a really financially amazing place, oftentimes it because it, it comes from them stepping on other people to get there, mm-hmm. uh, not doing things fairly there. I'm not saying that all people like that have gotten there that way. That's, that's not at all true, but there are definitely like people who have um, maybe taken the easy way out of things and not put in the work to do things. And maybe some people like you would say, like relied on like dark magic or like dark thoughts to level themselves up and get ahead of other people. But oftentimes it comes back at them and it always comes back times three. I look, I can't, I can't even argue with that because I've, because I've seen it from the positive side. And of course we've talked to so many people 
including yourself about the negative, you know, about some of the negative side. So, but, yeah. uh, so, so answer me this, what happens to the skinwalker then once you work to get it out of there, where does it go? Like, does it go someplace else that it has to wait then to be invited into somebody, you know, or does I'm it get or, back to the darkness? Cause I have honestly to honestly, honestly answer. I have no idea. I would never send it on to somebody else, but I have told it to leave. And then the book that was involved, I told them wrap it in a black blanket and you burn that thing right away. And you know, that's why they say too, like with Ouija boards, you got to burn them to get rid of them. Right. You can't just like throw it in the garbage. You got to throw you like got, you have to like, so in our culture, smoke and fire fire is cleansing it gets rid of things or it brings the prayers which is the smoke up to the higher state of being up to our ancestors into the sky into the heavens um so when i had asked my clients to burn this book i just told them i said you need to get rid of it like it needs to be gone and yeah, so we had agreed that burning it would be the best thing to do because this this book was actually an heirloom and it had been passed down from generation, oh, to, generation, okay. generation to generation to generation to generation. And this boy, like, and that's why I had a hard time saying, well, you have to burn it. Like, you have to get rid of it because I'm like, it's an heirloom. That's so sad. But like, also, it's really bad energy. Um, <laughs> so um, they did what they thought was best and they said that they agreed to burn it. So they burned it. And then after that, it was like, um, the issue had been solved. Like they had a peaceful night's sleep after that. They're like, this is the first time in months that we actually felt okay. And, um, nothing disturbed them. So that to me was my confirmation and where this thing went, I'm just saying it went back to the darkness. Um, cause it's, I just, I, pr I protect, I put lots of protection on that home. I taught her how to protect her home. Um, you know, it's, uh, I feel like it's kind of like the thing where like the work is never done, done. It's always just like a constant state of repairing fences, re replacing your boundaries, um, reestablishing those boundaries and those protection barriers. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. 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 It does. Yeah. Make yeah cause, sense. Because, because what I want the, my next question I had for you, because you know, like I follow you on Instagram. I can see like you're, and I'm just going to say it. You're a tough, you're a tough chick. Okay. You're out there doing farm work, living, you know, living, it looks like out in the country and stuff. And so you physically, I know are a capable woman. Like you're out, you know, you're feeding animals, you're, you're doing like, but the physical part, that can't, I mean, you got to have your strength to go in and battle this sort of, uh, dark energy. How does that, affect, like you said, you had to cancel that stuff, but you know, your appointments, Oh yeah. how it's much does that, I mean, do you physically like when you know you're going to battle or you walk into a house, like you, you're just used to something is going to good or bad. You're going to run into it. And you're not scared, but is there a time where you're just like, boy, this is, I'm really gotta, I'm gonna have to eat my Wheaties for this one, you know? Uh, all the time, actually. Um, 
if I like, cause you do, you get like a certain sense, like you get, um, like premonitions or you, you can hear like spirit saying like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to use this as an example. Um, I was doing night markets for a while, something new that I wanted to try. My girlfriend wanted to set up a booth there and I was like, yeah, sure. She's like, you should do readings. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I meant to just specifically do Oracle readings, but mediumship kept taking over. And I was like, crap, this isn't going to work. I can't do this. I don't want people leaving my tent, crying their eyes out. Um, I had showed up to market one day I sat down, but before leaving my house, I have this beautiful onyx necklace that, um, it's onyx and tourmaline and it's like a protection stone. And I looked at it for one second before leaving the house. And I was like, I should probably put that on. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. And I never wear my stones to do my work other than my like chakra boosting stones. So I, cause like when you put on protection stones, it's like not allowing other energies around you and whatnot. Right. And I was so glad I put that necklace on that day because something was telling me to do it. Something told me you put that necklace on, you will regret it. If you don't listen to your, listen to your elders, listen to the the spirits, (laughs) the higher self. And I went to this market and the very first person that sat down in my chair was another witch and I knew it before she even came into the tent. I was like, this chick is coming to test me and she's going to do everything in such a negative way. She is literally coming to shoo me out of here because she doesn't feel like I should be here. And literally that's exactly what she tried doing. It made my partner that I was there with very uncomfortable. She was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I was like, don't worry. I got this. Don't worry. I got this. And this lady like straight up asked me, she's like, um, what do you think I believe? And I said, I think you believe that I'm here and I'm bullshit. And she was like, uh, (laughs) just like totally dumbfounded that, that like, I know you're here to call me out on my shit, but I'm here calling you out on your shit. And I said, if you don't feel like you're going to be into this, you can leave. <laughs> and she was like, and you oh. drop the mic and you drop the mic right there. You have to establish healthy yeah. boundaries. So. I got to be honest. I don't know if those are healthy boundaries that you just described between two, between two. I mean, I that's kind of like, get out of here with your stinky energy. I don't need that. <laughs> Like, wow. if you're here for an actual reading, if you're here to put me through my paces, you can go. <laughs> so, and I called her right out and that's exactly what she was there to do. And I, I had even talked to my, to my coach before, um, after, after the whole thing, I talked to her and she's like, that lady was 100% there doing that. And I was like, yeah, totally. And I was like, and I feel like she's trying to throw some shade and bad energy my way because I've been having like weird things happen. So then, you know, like in my, in my work, like, and what I have been taught is like, you just don't allow that. You can straight up say, I do not allow that energy to cross over to me. It is not happening. Like, um, you know, there's, there's mirror magic. Like you put up your mirror and you let that bounce right back to them because whatever they're sending to you in a negative way, you can bounce that right back to them and it will not touch you. So little fun fact. I get, I guess so. Well, now I know I know we're running out of time. Yeah. Okay. I think we could talk I think Jason and I have about fifty thousand other questions for you. But you I want speech. and we didn't even get and we didn't even get to talk about Bigfoot. There was some cool Bigfoot stuff I wanted to talk. So so Jason, we're gonna have to get her back on to talk some Bigfoot stuff. Oh, definitely. 
we're going to have to talk some Bigfoot stuff. And I'm going to give her time to find a recording that she says she has, because I think that I think our our uh, listeners would love that for sure. So I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I know. That's okay. That's okay. It's not my recording. It's my husband's auntie's recording. And she posted it on Facebook and our whole res was shook because I remember hearing that same thing that same day and being like, oh, my God. Yes. All right. I love it. Well, so I want to ask you one thing before I then 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 we'll let everybody know how they can you know find you again. But what? So you mentioned the, uh, what, the blood moon or whatever that's happening tonight? Yes. Yes. What, what, can Jace, what can Jason and I do to prepare ourselves for the energy that is going to be available or whatever with this blood moon? <laughs> oh, my God. So many things. So many things. So full moons are typically um, times of release where you want to let go of things that are holding you back. That could be negative thought patterns. That could be... Um, uh, bad habits, uh, behavioral things with yourself or, um, certain attachments. So I'll use myself as an example. I have previously years ago did a, uh, full moon release where I wrote down all the things in my life that I wished to let go of. Um, I struggled with drug and alcohol addiction. I struggled with suicidal thoughts. I struggled with a lot of things before, um, really stepping into my power. And I did my ceremony. I went under the moon, under the full moon, after writing all these things down, I had read it out loud to the full moon. And I said, full moon, I turn all of this over to you. And I trust that when I burn this paper and the smoke goes up to you, that I will be cleansed of this and I will move forward into my higher self. And you know what? A series of things happened right after that. And it was amazing. So I full believe, fully believe in full moon ceremonies. Be very, like I said before, be very specific, specific. In what you're asking for, because I've had a girlfriend who wrote that she wanted a new car and then she got into a car accident, but then was able to. Oh, God. Oh, God. And the things you release, because it's universal law. Whatever you send out, it comes back to you. So you make sure you're always putting good energy into it. That's very good. That's very good. Now it sounds real sensible. Now, it really does. So Jason, so Jason, I, I might, I think I might try my own like little ceremony tonight and see if there's some things I can let go of. And you want to finish with harm none. And so it is. Okay. I'm going to write that down. Harm none. <laughs> and so it is, because I won't. That's a long ways away. And so it is. All right. I'm taking this. I'm I'm taking this serious. I'm gonna see if I can, you know, release some bad juju tonight. It's, get it's rid. Funny you, know, you mentioned get, that. I wrote it down too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? what? Devin knew. Devin knew that. She knew that we wrote that down. Yeah. Oh, I I totally <laughs> thought that I'd be getting this kind of question, so I came fully prepared. <laughs> Um, so like when you come into the new moon um you can do bay leaf magic write your wishes onto a bay leaf on the back of the bay leaf you want to write and you want to do this in permanent marker because you want to make sure it's permanent Mm -hmm. Uh, on the back of your leaf you want to write harm none and so it is as well and same thing you read it out loud under the new moon at night and you burn it 
and you use, and like what I do is I save the ash and then I go spread it around my house because it, uh, holds protection and whatnot. Hmm. Protection. So, so you write that on a bay leaf? Huh. Bay okay. Leaf. Yeah. All right. Okay. So the new moon then is tomorrow, right? Is the, is the new moon tomorrow then? The new moon? Uh, yeah. Um, well not tomorrow. No. Um, so the full moon stays high for some time. So if you, the moon phases and you can actually literally ask Google, like what moon phase am I in? It's easy to stay on track that way. So is there a good website that's dedicated to tracking the moon and, um, the things that are associated with it? Yeah. It's butterfly moon mystic on Instagram. Of course. Of course. Okay. All right. (laughs) You follow Butterfly Moon Mystic on Instagram, you're going to get all this stuff. Oh, right? yeah. I was posting about, like, the moon phases and all of that kind of stuff and, like, what to prepare for and whatnot. Because let's be real, sometimes I'm a half-ass witch. And sometimes I'm like, <laughs> what's all funky? Like, it must be a retrograde or something. And then I have to turn to Google or one of my friends and be like, yo, what's going on here? educate me so i'm not saying i'm like the most perfect witch in the world but i definitely am conscious so (laughs) well hey Devin, i look in my book you're the number one witch okay you're the number one witch and and i dare anybody to come and take that spot from you in our book for sure so i hey i encourage everybody go to go check go check out your Instagram feed at butterfly moon mystic, because there is your stories are so many cool, like little, uh, little things. And, and you, you talk, you know, on there and that people can listen and find some stuff out. And then, um, there's so many good messages and just good, um, just good meanings to some stuff, you know, that, that I think if people listen here, it'll help them on a better path, you know? They don't have to be into all the witch stuff, but they're just some good advice on, um, you know, how to treat people and, and, and view some things, I think. And we need that now, especially the way our society is. Oh, 100%. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. One, one little note with your full moon thing, um, with your full moon ceremony, once you are done reading through and you say harm none. And so it is, Mm -hmm. you want to burn that piece of paper. Do the same thing as you would with the bay leaf. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to oh, give it a try. I'm super excited. I'm super excited. I'm excited. For you. Well, I, let's hope I don't burn my hand. Let's hope. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be all right. <laughs> that I use for all my ceremonies. So maybe get like a, a metal bowl of some kind. See, you're, you're way smart. Cause I would have held it in my hand and been like, I can let this go right at the right. See, but then there's me. I needed to be very specific. <laughs> yeah. See, that's right. right. The <laughs> your directions to me need to be very specific is the same as my wishes. And my, oh, so. I do have to say this, guys, too, before we end off. I did one tarot card poll um, as we were, like, kind of talking. And I got the emperor, which is a big, beautiful, giant stag with a beautiful moon and lots of stars around it. Mm-hmm. Emperor is big, boss, energy, good things putting in the work, making shit happen. So nice. just leaving a beautiful note. Nice. I love it. That's I love it. Perfect way. I love it. Well, Hey, we, we really appreciate you spending some time with us and we definitely, you know, I'm going to keep in touch because 
we I want to have you on and, and we got to talk some Bigfoot and some other stuff. No so. doubt. No, no doubt. <laughs> so, so thank you so much for, for hanging out with us. And uh, I hope everybody had as uh, good a time as we did. Right on. Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah. for having me. Thank you very have much. You. And look forward to having you on again. Oh, yes. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Blessings. All yep. right. We'll yep. talk to you. Bye-bye. We'll Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>